Yeah, Joel Santana. Okay. He that make shit us. them niggas did ain't a that fucking animal nobody. Music, man. Let's do yeah. it. What's with this throwback song? Brings back to 03. Yeah. That's what I play. <laughs> God, I was actually thinking of Joel Santana. A uh, thing came up on my memories the other day. I fucking loved this album back in the day. Yeah, you got me into it. I mean, tell me to it's, buy it. It's just he's not very good per se, but the music, is, the production behind him was the production, exactly. and I mean. It's the type of music you like to play loud in your car. Um, it all sounds excellent, you know? Um, yeah, I always liked Jewels. His bars are something else. I mean, what's that line? I'm hot like the stove is on, but the stove is off. I mean, that's goddamn lyricism right there. That is lyricism. Um, yeah. So, how's your week been? Oh, uh, it's been all right. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, been busy. Lots of shit going on. But did you let's see, jump uh, in. Uh, what's going speaking on? Speaking of 03, did you what's see up? who released an album last night I put out on Facebook? Uh, yes, I did. Par- uh, Paradigm. Paradigm. First album in 12 years. Detroit rapper. He was, he was doing uh, blogs at one point, and he released that song, He Thought I Lost It, which is a fucking banger, but then like just disappeared off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And I only know this because of Instagram, obviously, following him on there. Yeah. And uh, have you listened to it yet? I haven't, no. I haven't listened to it. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's got production from one of my favorite rappers of all time, Copyright. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got a bunch of people producing on it. So it's a good little album. Nice. Check it out. I will. I'll check it out. So, let's start the show with a Fat Fucks. Are you a fan of the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Of course I am. Love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I know they come out with different flavors. They have a French Toast Crunch. They have different ones. Sugar, yeah, I think they French have a Toast sugar is a good cookie, one too. Sugar cookie crunch I never had the sugar cookie one though. Yeah. This year, they're coming out with a limited edition gingerbread toast crunch. I love gingerbread. I don't know what your feelings are gingerbread, but I love gingerbread. I'm, I'm not, not sure huge how this would on be. It. Depends on, it. It depends on what the gingerbread is. Like a fresh well, gingerbread like ginger or some whipped cream. Warm gingerbread, yeah, I'm into that. But I'm thinking of like, I'm not into like those ginger snap cookies or any of that. Oh yeah, yeah. I do. I do like a nice warm piece of gingerbread though, yep. which I probably only had twice in my life. Yep, yeah, it's good. It's a good. It's a good Christmas holiday snack. It's good with but, yeah. that cream cheese on it. Yep, yep. But uh, cinnamon toast crunch coming out with their own limited edition brand. I'm sure you can find it at all the WalMarts because that's usually where that, that shit is. So keep a lookout for that. And speaking of sugar cookies, uh, Tillamook. Who is a ice cream out of Oregon, and we get, we have a few of them. We have a few stores around here that sell this. I think uh, maybe Shaw's. I can't remember which one of them sells it, but Tillamook is everywhere around here. Um, it's a national brand now, and it's they have a holiday sugar cookie ice cream they're coming out with with a cookie dough ice cream with sugar cookie dough and sugar pieces. 
uh, almost like frosting, I would believe. So, yeah, it yeah. does look good. Sounds good. I like sugar cookies. I don't know your feelings on sugar I cookies. I don't, really. Uh, nope. Soft sugar cookies are like, I yeah. like the hard sugar cookies. Yeah. But a soft one with frosting on it's good. And a nice, a nice soft, chewy sugar cookie with yeah. frosting is really good. Um, yeah, I used to love doing that. It's one of the holiday, holiday traditions I had is uh, decorating cookies and stuff. So, um, not, not a lot of food, food news this week, so I wanted to start there. But what we watched this week, we watched a few things, uh, mm-hmm. trying to uh, catch up on things, and we did watch episode six of Ahsoka. Show is great. This show, this episode wasn't as good, I don't think, as the last episode, just because of the Anakin factor. Um, but if I want to get your opinion on this, because you are someone who has watched Rebels, as someone yes. who has watched Rebels, I think this episode probably was spectacular. For me, it was kind of. Okay, cool. It was cool. Yeah, okay. it was good. Um, I know a lot of Rebels characters Ezra, debuted. Yeah, Ezra. Yep. Seeing Ezra being like 35 years old and not 19 or whatever he is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was interesting. He has a beard and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the actor because I know nothing about him. Right. Um, but I assume they've got big plans for him going forward in this universe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a very good episode. Thrawn was awesome. Um, yeah. a lot of people don't, they're like, he doesn't look like a threat, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a threat. Um, he's definitely a threat. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a flashback between him and Vader at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I think we'll see, uh, Hay- Aiden, uh, Hayden one more time, I would think. Yeah, I think so um, too. And he'll probably be featured in the movie also. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad he's getting his, uh, his flowers now just like uh what's his name in spider-man yeah um yeah. who is an incredibly good spider-man he just happened to be in two average spider-man movies yep um a couple things of note i wanted to mention at the very beginning of the episode the droid the one that follows ahsoka around says the line the one line of star wars that everybody knows because it's the very first thing you see when you watch the very first star wars movie you ever watched yep. is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It was actually said in a Star Wars franchise. Yep. Not just a word on a screen on a scroll. Um, I thought this was pretty unique, and, and it was kind of cool. Um, you're thinking that this robot is a Jedi librarian of type, kind of like a historian. So, yep. yeah, I mean, this would be in it's his data, data banks. Yeah. Yep. So uh, he's telling stories. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I think this episode is proof that the new, different Star Wars direction, the new stories, is the right path for this franchise going forward. Get away from the Skywalker stuff. Yeah. How, how much further can you get in the Darth Vader story? I mean, he was only around for, what, 20 years? We've already told quite a bit of story with him already. Um, and I think it's good to spread out. I mean, I've always said, you've always said, the best Star Wars stories are set in the infancy of Star Wars. Like... Old Republic, like anything, this is kind of setting up that stuff, like the history of what, where this all came from. When they're going into this other galaxy, for far, far, far away, it's it's the infancy of the Jedi, it's infancy of the Sith. There's ancient powers here that are going to be shown in the next few episodes here, that probably going to be the introdu- introduction to not only the movie. But it could be the introduction to whatever this prequel set thousands of years before this is going to be. I mean, it could be histories here that are going to be playing out through that. So it's it's good to keep an eye on that. 
Um, and I know we're I know we're both excited for Old Republic. We love that game back on the Xbox back in the day. So I can't wait for that. Um, there are new Ewoks in this. These I, the I thought new they Jawas. Were, they were like yes. they were Ewok Jawas. I saw that you put Ewoks in, and I kind of fixed it to Ewok Jawas question mark. Because at first you're at first they were pretty much Jawas. They even talked like them. Yep. And they're wearing like and they're kind of living like a junkyard it looks like or whatever yep. that camp setup was. Um, but yeah, you're right because they're they're also like Ewoks because they're friendly yep. or friendlier. I mean, Ewoks really weren't friendly at first, obviously, until they saw their god C-3PO. But uh, yeah, so they're basically there's also sand people uh, in this other yep. universe. So they basically made a rocky Tatooine in this universe. Is what yeah, that they did. Planet yeah. looks like. Yeah, and these new Ewok slash Jawas are like rocks. Rock shell snail people. Yeah, they're Koopa Troopers. Yeah, Koopa Troopers, exactly. And yeah, it's just it's just interesting what this show has developed, um, especially going into another galaxy because we're not in the galaxy that we know and love from Star Wars. We're in a whole other new world, whole other new galaxy. I didn't write it in the notes, but one of the my favorite things of this episode was going in when they first come out of hyperspace and you see this planet and you see the ring around it. Oh, that's kind of cool. A planet with rings. You don't see that too often in Star Wars. And you realize nope. that these Purgils have created their their carcasses, their skulls, their skeletons have created this ring around the planet. So when they get closer and closer, they're going through a, a field of, of Purgil whale bones, which I thought was really cool. Really good, good yep. visually. Um, so the big mystery of this show of this episode were the night troopers now that was the official name given on the subtitles of the show um they are night troopers is what they're called because there are they're, they're called knights mother night sisters whatever these uh witch yep. witches are the night sisters night sisters I, I know that's part of rebels i don't know much about that but um a few notes i wanted to bring up about them because there are mysteries involved which I'm, we're probably going to find out more about maybe tomorrow when or on on tuesday when the new episode airs or the week after when the finale airs um, but Thrawn is reluctant to use a, the large force of them at once. Um, that could be just because they are uh, on limited because they've only they've been there for what nine years. Um, yeah. They're very they're very limited in who's left maybe in the army. I don't know. Um, they're very cult like. Um, they when they when you first see them they're chanting Thrawn, 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 and stormtroopers don't do that. Um, almost like they're being in a trance. Um, yep. The fabric brand, uh, fabric, yeah, fabric brand bands wrapped around them um, are like the Night Sisters' um, great mothers, the same as their robes. I, I know, saw that in the notes. Um, uh, no bridge officers, no commanders, um, all troopers. There is one person with this weird, like, uh, like face mask with like a ghost face on it. Gold. It's like Game of Thrones mask. Yeah, Game of Thrones. His name is Enoch, and. Um, He's talking in this weird alien language. Um, it's not the Imperial basic English that they speak in all Star Wars. Um, so he's obviously some sort of a... Being controlled by these mothers, or he's not even one of the original Stormtroopers. Maybe he's an alien. Of, maybe, they're, maybe they're all aliens. Who knows? Um, Thrawn says, Great mothers, I shall once again require the aid of your dark magic. So he is, has used their dark magic before, so maybe they're being controlled by a dark magic like that... Um, that Sith that we saw on the uh, on the world with Ahsoka that ended up turning into dust. Maybe that was maybe that was him too. Um, Enoch is a biblical figure um, notable for having crossed over to the afterlife without dying. Um, 
being dead but not dead in the way people who are dead usually are. So, in other words, zombie, maybe. Um, yep. And that's one of the specialties of the Dothermary magic is raising zombie armies. So this is speculation of being that these are all zombies, maybe dead stormtroopers or dead aliens of wh wherever world they are from. I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of mysteries involving this, I'm hoping. And then also, the other thing I didn't put in the notes is um, Ray Stevenson's character senses something on this planet that he's on the hunt for. That obviously Thrawn and the witches don't care about or they're staying away from. But he was going right directly into it. Um, I saw speculation today that that could be something that is going to be the turning point of Star Wars. Well, who knows? Because I don't know anything. I don't think anybody really knows what's going on besides Dave Filoni right now. But um, yep. yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Next week's uh, episode is on Tuesday. And I think we got one more after that, right? So yeah, uh, this, is, this is a great show. Do, um, maybe do you more. think Dave Filoni is the right guy to lead Lucasfilm if Kathleen Kennedy ever gets fucking fired like she well, should have. We talked about that last week, and you, you had mentioned that, and I, I agree with you. Yeah. I think um, I think he was too young then, but now, I mean, he's proven himself. Um, if, if The only does, thing that, uh, that could hold them back is Lucasfilm is more than just Star Wars. Yeah. That's just their biggest thing. Um, but I think, depending on how things go from here on out, you could see him being the overseer. Um, which would be fantastic, um, having basically being the Kevin Feige. But that's also a lot of work, and he might want to just do the directing and the writing. Uh, yep. He might not want to do oversee the entire company, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to take over the whole entire. But if he was, in, if they wanted yeah. to split it up and be in charge of Star Wars, that's a whole other story. Um, that would have been that would have been the move back in the days yeah. to have. Him yeah. and Kendi do it similar to Marvel. if they can work together, similar to well, similar to DC, how James yep. Gunn is just the creative, Saffron's the producer, and it works out well. I think that's how that's how it might end up being going forward um, with Kathleen Kennedy being so successful as a producer, yeah, um, he's, and Dave Filoni being so good with the Star Wars material. Yeah, he's slowly proving himself, and I think if this yeah. if this show lands the if it lands, then yeah, it, it'll be more proof. The big proof will be the movie. And if, if that movie yep. does huge gangbusters for them and finishes every story they've told on Disney Plus in this one movie in a great, fantastic way, um, yeah, yep. I could I could see him being being risen up in the ranks, and that would be great because he's not he does the one episode that he directed was one of the best Star Wars things I've seen in yeah. over a decade. Um, yep. Rogue One and this maybe are the two of my favorite things I've seen. Um, and then three would be um, um, the first movie, um, Force Awakens. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love Star Wars right now. Some of Star Wars. Um, Mandalorian was hit or miss. Uh, Boba Fett was miss mostly in a couple of hits. In the Obi Wan was very Obi Wan was mixed. hit or miss. It was only when it was end. very mixed. Yeah. Yes. And uh, there's some stuff like the little girl, like the little Leia, was weird. And yeah. it's just it's just a, it's just a weird way of doing it, but. The Anakin stuff was great in that and this. I think Anakin was better in this so far. Um, mm -hmm. We'll have to wait and see if he comes back. But um, yeah, really cool, good show. Uh, every Tuesday night, nine o'clock, um, and we'll talk about nine o'clock on uh, Marvel side in a few minutes. But yeah, um, yep. this week football movie. I chose a movie that I that I heard was one of the best, and I agree. Um, Remember the Titans from two thousand, starring Denzel Washington. I thought this movie was fantastic. I think I brought up to you in notes. I think it was because of the historical yep. element, true story. Um, 
I, I do love movies like that, especially when I can go back and Wikipedia it. Or at the end when they give you a what happened after type of deal, and they did yep. that in this movie. It was great. Um, you saw Hayden Panettiere, an early, young Hayden Panettiere. This is before Heroes, before Save the Cheerleader, Save the World. Um, Ryan Gosling, very young, right after Disney, right before he became a movie star. Ethan Suplee, after Boy Meets World, during his drug problems that he's always talked about, um, before he lost the weight, this is after Clerks, I mean after Mallrats, after all the Kevin Smith stuff, so, um, Donald Faison, this is right before Scrubs, after Clueless, and Wood Harris, right before, or yeah. actually right during The Wire, right? So yeah, it's right, um, maybe right before. Got a question, it was uh, before <clears throat> The Wire, okay. got a question though, um, does Wood Harris age? He Have you seen not. him now? He he looks the same now <laughs> as he did in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought he was great in this too. I th I thought the whole entire cast. He's just was a great, great actor. He's yeah, just he's a great fantastic. actor. Um, this whole movie was great. And the one kid who plays the lead, uh, the lead football kid who gets injured, um, I thought he was great in this. I don't know his name. I haven't seen him in anything else. Um, and also, this movie has a great '70s soundtrack. Um, this yeah, is a this was a Disney movie. I knew about it. Didn't really. I mean, football football movies to me aren't on my radar for most time, yep. except for now because we're doing this. But this is a great movie. Not even only forget football. It's a good story. Um, race relations in the '60s. Right after that, I believe this was in the '70s. So it was um, it was kind of the aftermath of the race relations in America, and what happened when when segregation started to. Combine and you didn't have separate whites and blacks bathrooms, restaurants, yep. so on and so forth. So it was great to see that, especially in this southern town. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a great movie. Um, next week, in the finale of football, we're going to watch Rudy. Um, movie I've always wanted to see. Um, I know it's got uh, Sam Wise from The Lord of the Rings and Goonies. I, I know he plays Rudy yep. in it. Um, and I've been it's wanting good. to see it for a while. It's so really we're going to watch that next week. Um, big movie this week that we're going to review, though. Is a movie that we've wanted to see, a fine one of the final movies, the final original movie, origin movie for the DC extended universe, maybe DC universe. We'll talk about that towards the end. Um, Blue Beetle, um, an origin movie for a character that I don't know too much about in the comics. I don't know your, I don't know if yeah. you know much about. Um, it. I just know he was created by Ditko, so yep. the co-creator of Spider-Man, which is why you see so many similar things um, yep. throughout the the movie. That you're like, see, here's an issue that I think DC might run into too, is because MCU is so deep in, they have a lot of similar heroes. Yeah. And like, even when like Black Adam came out, everyone was talking about, um, who's the atomic guy there? The guy that grows and tricks. Adam. Uh, yeah, the Adam. Uh, everyone's like, he's just a Deadpool ripoff. He's an Ant Man ripoff. It's like, but he was like comic accurate, like, because mm -hmm. there's been, both sides have mirror mirror uh people in their comics so this might be an issue they run into but um i do like the blue beetle character he was in justice league unlimited but okay. i think that was ted cord um yes. i don't think i've seen much with with jaime in it um well, to my knowledge yeah unless i was younger just didn't know the difference ted cord is more batman like um right. more more um very much more batman he's more tech he does use the scarab, I think, but the the character was retconned in two thousand six. Ted Cord was a DC creation, DC Comics in nineteen sixty six, yep. I believe. 
because um, I, I don't think it came, I don't think it was developed in DC Comics. I, I think I read that it was developed it as an, a, another character and then came over to DC, became Ted Kord, and then Ted Kord took it over, and then they like ended up fighting to the death or something. I, don't know. I was reading up on it. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, and Ted yeah. Kord was like the mentor to Jaime, I guess uh, something yes. like something to that effect. But yes. the character that we see in this movie is was retconned in the comic books in 2006. So this is kind of a new version right. of the character, this Jaime character, because if you remember 2006, a lot of the comic book started going race to, to a more racial, more um, diverse yeah. cast of characters. Yeah. Um, worst part of this movie for me, I, I don't know if you agree with Susan Sarandon. I know she's yep. great. I know she's considered a great actress, but I don't she, think was, she, um, she didn't fit in this. She, she was brought in when filming had already started. Okay. Um, she was cast. I forget who the other actress was that was originally cast, but she had to drop out. And um, so she came in late into the process. Um, so it was just probably just a payday for her. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah, she yeah, felt she very uh, very soap opera, very yeah. tele- telenovela. Um, it is very, very much over-the-top acting, what you would consider. Yep. And <clears throat> yeah, it just didn't feel like she was there. Um, yeah. Quick uh, nod, he had a sweatshirt to Gotham Law School, where he's going yep. to law school. Um, and I thought that was kind of cool. There was an Axe body spray tower in the city. I thought that was very, <laughs> yeah. very weird. What'd you, uh, what'd you think of the city in general? Did you like it? Um, very CG, very technological. Very um, futuristic. Very futuristic for a small, yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool looking, though, cool considering looking, the though. budget yes. they had for this movie. Yep. Um, and the CGI had some issues throughout the movie, but... It, it's funny how it still looks better than most of the some Flash. of it. Yeah, some <laughs> of it. Some of it felt very TV like. Yes. And from what we heard about this movie being made, it was kind of not made to be a, t- a TV movie, right? It was, it was kind written. Of made... It was written to be a TV movie. Okay. And after the script was handed in, they decided to make it a. They what added was... like twenty million dollars to the budget and decided to put it out in theaters. It felt very TV like. It felt very. Mm-hmm. Low budget, but there were big, big scenes, big movie moments, um, and that explains it. Then um, you kind of mentioned that this character was a conglomerate of a bunch of character, bunch of yes. prior characters. Like the symbiotic life, life of this character, the Blue Beetle, very much like Venom. Technologically advanced suit like Iron Man. Um, the costume, the mask moves a lot like Deadpool. Um, the mimic, the, his weapons kind of mimic things like Green Lantern. So there's a lot of different nods to different characters. Not just DC, but not just Marvel, but DC as well. Um, and of course, the Ted Cord was, like we mentioned, was kind of like Batman. Um, did a great job depicting Latin Americans in the U.S. Uh, also yep. did a good job talking about stereotype types. Um, George Lopez, I thought, was okay in this. I thought he'd give yep. a little bit of a good uh, comedic uh, round for this. Uh, just enough, not too much. Um, I also thought the movie was slow getting into it, and it kind of picked up at the fifty-minute mark. Um, Is once that it gets around a, the once first it gets fight? a suit, right around the first fight, yeah. See, I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed most of the setup to that too, um, and I thought the first fight was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I think that's where, he, right like, about once the suit kind of takes over. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah, right about where I think it picked up was that that part you're talking about. Um, there's an Uncle Ben scene, you know, the the, mm-hmm. the Uncle Ben scene where the person dies, sets up a life lesson to the character, and that's exactly what happens yep. with his father. Uh, spoilers. Um, you see his grandma with a Gatling gun. 
this is it's just a weird family dynamic. I thought the family dynamic was good. His sister, his his yep. mother, his father, his grandmother. I wasn't a huge fan of all of his family members using the tech, um, no. but it's a comic book movie, so let's have fun with it, right? Yeah, and they're all kind of on his team, which is I get it. Family, yeah. I get that. I get yep. what they're trying to do. Um, the best would be if Vin Diesel popped in, gave him a Corona, and said "family." Yeah. Um. <laughs> The big boss of this was very much a Iron Man whiplash ripoff. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I want to know more about this character as far as the villain is concerned, and as far as he doesn't what the have comic very book... big rogue calorie. I don't think like he's not okay. like it doesn't seem like it. Anyways, like he's a lot of times he's just featured in other people's stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, I wasn't. sure. He's featured in a lot of Booster Gold, um, in Brave and the Bold, the TV show. He was just kind of there. He's he's Booster Gold's like best friend. So. Okay. Um, and of course, uh, I don't know if you got to the mid credits, but there's a mid credit scene. Most predictable mid credit scene in the history yeah, of mid credits. It, it was good because the minute they went into Ted Cord's lair in the middle of the movie, I, I was like, "Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna." Ted Cord's alive. There's no fucking way he's yeah. not alive. And sure enough, the mid credit scene, a radio comes on and a transmitter, and you see a video, all grainy, of Ted Cord reaching out because he realizes his tech was turned on. Reaching out to try to find his daughter, saying that uh, he's alive because they think he's dead. That's yep. that's the whole reason that uh, Jaime takes over the Blue Beetle, and uh, that's setting up some sort of a sequel. If it happens, um, we don't know with this new DCU what's what's going to happen. I know I, James Gunn's very high on Jaime. I know he's very high on this actor. He's very high on the actor. Yeah, I mean, he was really he did carry this movie. He did for he a twenty-two-year-old kid was. I mean, I've wanted to see this movie because of how much I've liked him since I started watching him when he was 16 in Cobra Kai. Um, he oh, just right. has, like, that magnetic, like, X factor um, that you look for in a young actor. Uh, so he's fantastic. And I hope that uh, when he is in the new DCU that he and Ted Cord are both used and kind of jump off from where this movie ended, even though I don't think this movie's canon. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see both of them as Blue Beetles going forward. Yeah, I like to I like to see what they do. It's interesting to see um, where DC goes from from here because we've got one more movie in the old realm of uh, of the Snyderverse, and uh, this is kind of considered Snyderverse. But you can also think that this really isn't Snyderverse. There's nothing connected to the old Snyder. Just a couple. Well, of there's words nothing that connected. Just, there's only like four movies that you could consider Snyderverse. Yeah. Um, but this is connected to like what started out as Snyderverse and Snyder yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, one yeah. more to go with Aquaman, which I'm sure we'll probably check out opening night with about seven other people. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm wondering what that <laughs> box office will be, but um, um, yeah, you want to let's give it a rating. I think I think this movie was pretty good. I would we rewatch it. Um, for yep. me, three and a half. Average, yep, average superhero movie yep. this year has been about three and a half for me. Um, I, I think it's, this movie it's better than The Flash to me. As far yeah. as three, because we gave the Flash a three and a half, also I believe. Yeah. So this is on the upper end of the three and a half we've given out mm-hmm. um, this year. It's definitely think, better than the Flash, and definitely better than Shazam. And I think it's better than Black Adam too. I think Black Adam yep. was an enjoyable movie, but um, this just hits better. It's a yeah. good origin, great actor they found to play him. And I really mm-hmm. hope that uh, I hope that uh, James Gunn brings him into this new universe yes. in some way, shape, or form. With, even with a team-up with, like you mentioned, Booster Gold would be great. Or a continuation. Yeah. I would love to see a sequel to this, kind yep. of rebooted, kind of like he did with Suicide Squad. It would be great to see. I so. think he'll be featured in... I think the next time we see him will probably be Brave and the Bold. Okay. I don't think he'll pop, I don't think he'll pop up in Legacy. He might. Yeah. Or it might be referenced. Um, 
But I feel like he's already got everyone for Legacy cast and everything, but, I mean, they could always shoot a scene with him or whatever. Yeah, it's a strange thing because supposedly this is a new universe, but, yeah, we're going to keep some of the old universe. I, yeah, it's it's weird. I, I don't know what the plans I think, are. I think he's the only one that they're going to keep. I don't think they're going to keep anyone else. Well, they're keeping Waller. They're keeping Peacemaker. They're keeping... If they're keeping Peacemaker, that means they're keeping Harley Quinn. So they're keeping some of that universe. It's just like pick and choose which one's good and which which one's bad. It, it, but, it, it, it's weird I mean, how the universes the haven't that collided. Peacemaker is going to be the only one remembering the old universe. Okay. Um, and weird. I think the Waller thing is just because she was under contract. She's one of the best actresses around. Yeah. So I think she's going to be done after that. Um, that show and maybe Peacemaker season two. And I think that might be the end. But I don't know. Uh, I have no idea if Harley Quinn will be kept or not. Um, mm. He never really said one way or the other on her. And it's weird because you would expect like the universes to have been collide, especially in, like we expected something in the Flash. Universes to collide, brand new universes built. Maybe they yeah. did behind the scenes where there is a this Blue Beetle is in this new universe where George Clooney is Batman, which is not and, in James Gunn's universe. So it's 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 a weird weird time to be a DC fan because you're in a transition, but you're not. <laughs> Who knows if they shot something for Aquaman using the yeah. Flash also, um, which they're saying is like the worst DCEU movie, which I doubt people, is even remotely close. The rumors um, are people walked out of the screenings, like out of the, uh, not the screenings, but the uh, test the test uh, audiences, yeah. which if but, that's true, that's pretty bad. Yeah, because that's... a that's, f- free movie, pretty much. Yeah, it's a free movie without CGI, but it's a free movie anyways. Fr- free movie to a blockbuster but, that's pretty popular? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Somebody actually walked out. It's... I doubt it's. There's no way it's worse than like Birds of Prey. That's a pretty bad movie, and that was actually highly it's a rated. Fucking terrible movie. It's a horrible movie, and it, I think it had like an 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah. and I thought it was tra- it was trash, but um, I wanted to get into this real quick. I did get the Spider-Man Two console. I haven't mentioned it on here because I haven't set it up yet. You got the console um, already? I did. Yep. I got so it. It you came can't out on download the, first. the game until? Uh, no, I can't get the game, but I have it. I do have a download. Um, but I also have the the uh, the shelf version, the ni- 19 inches of Venom coming as well, like you do. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sell that. I'm going to sell my old system. Set that up. But I wanted to talk about Spider-Man 2, the game itself. Do a little quick preview. We're probably yep. going to talk about this again in another month when the game comes out we start playing it. But notable in the first game, Avengers Tower, you're able to climb on it, but it's close because the Avengers are gone. And it got me thinking this week, will we see the Avengers Tower opened? Will it be reopened? Will you be able to go in and kind of explore it? It's one part of New York City we haven't really been able to explore in the first game. Because um, they were all gone. Um, and I know uh, Spider-Man is part of that Avengers world, Avengers universe. So I'm wondering if maybe Avengers Tower could be open. Um, we also know Venom. We also know Kraven are big parts of this game. What other villains could be a part of it? We saw the Sinister Six in the first game. We saw Prowler in the second. Who could be part of the Rogues Gallery? Part I mean, Rogues Gallery, Batman, Rogues Gallery, Spider-Man, the two best Rogues Gallery of any comic book character. So many options. Um, just on the, I mean, you got Venom, you got Kraven. Those are two great ones. You got Mysterio, which is also yep. rumored to be like the Riddler of, you know, how Riddler was in the uh, Batman Arkham in games. Batman, yep. Um, yep. There, there's, there's rumors that Mysterio will kind of play a part in like that in this. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what else we could see. And there's this. also 
like a combined like seventy something suits between the two Spider Men. Yes. Or yeah, something like that. Lot. I read. There, there's a lot. And they each have like thirty five or forty suits. That's crazy. Um, and Spider-Man 3, will there be a sequel to this? And what would it set up? I mean, we are, and also Miles Morales, will there be a sequel to that? Will it be Spider-Verse related? Because Spider-Verse is such a big thing right now. And, and of course we saw it happen in the uh, movie where this actual Spider-Man from this video game showed up in the movie. So will that be part of this game? Is there going to be a Spider-Verse right. post credit scene? I mean, we don't know. It would be cool for a sequel to this. If you went into different New Yorks, because we already know this, we we've seen this New York in this video game how many times, Kevin? This this being able no, to this sw- is, swing around you, New York City. They've opened New York even more. But yeah, you can they, go have, to all five they have in this, now. They, in this game. They have, but we've seen that so many times. Just Manhattan alone. What if we were to see a Spider Verse where you're able to go through different Manhattans through different Spider Verses and, and change up the, what the what Manhattan, Manhattan looks like? Like you were able to go into Spider Punk's universe, see that it'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, it would take a lot. It would take a lot to do a game like that, but I think the PS5 could handle it. Um, get in, get into 2099, seeing seeing 2099 Spider Man going into that universe and into that Manhattan. That'd be amazing too. And there's just so much that they could do nowadays. They could, they've done it with so many other games. With there's games where you can go through different galaxies, different planets, and you can actually travel. I think they can do that with Spider-Man and make it an epic conclusion or just continue this in, in, in that direction if they wanted to, especially with Miles, um, with his powers. I'm wondering if that power will come to fruition in this. I haven't played... I still haven't played the Miles Morales game, so I don't know if he tackled that in the second in that game or not. But, oh, okay. Um, did he... Uh, just give me a spoiler. Did he, give, did he get into the, to the Spider-Verse of anything in that game? No. No? Not, so it, maybe it, on side my shoes, but I just played the story. So it hasn't happened yet, but yeah, it would be, it'd be interesting to see if something like that opens up, if a portal or dimension opens up. It's big right now. Multiverses yeah. are huge right now. So I um, wanted to bring that up. Um, next week, I'm, I'm going to take out my system um, and set it up, and I'm going to give a little quick review of that as well. Um, cool. And you wanted to bring up, before we get into the news, horror films. Yes. The month a of October. horror films. Yes. Month, month um, of October, Notorious. Yep. Notorious for Kevin choosing... <laughs> Every single movie that we review for every week of October, plus the music and everything, Kevin's in charge the whole month because um, he's a horror kid, horror guy, whatever. And uh, you want to bring up some recommendations of what we're going to watch. So, yeah, what we got? Yeah, um, these are movies I just watched this week because I was talking to a waitress at work who is the sister-in-law of Mark Duplass, who okay. is Pete on The League. Yep. Um, her sister is also Jenny on the league and in 2014, he made this little horror movie with his friend, his college buddy. Um, it's just the two of them in the movie. There's no one else. Um, it's about a guy who answers a Craigslist ad in need of a video videographer. So he goes to this house and he starts and the guy's like, Oh, my wife's pregnant. I've got cancer. I'm never going to you know, hang out with my boy. So can you just like film this video for me? And as the movie progresses, Mark is the creep. And he just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. It's not a bloody movie. Like, if you look at the description, you might think it's like a horror, um, like a Saw-type movie or something. There's nothing like that. It's just, it's very freaky the way he is, and he ends up stalking the guy. Hmm. And um, then there's Creep 2. And for various reasons, the videographer is not in this film. But it's a woman... 
who answers the same Craigslist ad and goes to his house and he's basically like, I'm a serial killer. I just turned 40 and I want you to, I want to come clean about everything I've done. But she doesn't believe he's a serial killer. And it gets even like deeper into like his background, um, how he grew up. And they're both fantastic films, both like under an hour and a half. Um, but I just wanted to throw that out there. They're both on Netflix for anyone looking for something to get them into the October mood. Uh, I do suggest them. They're very well done, very low budget. Uh, I think the second one was picked up by Blumhouse, actually, to distribute. The first one was just an independent film. Uh, I don't think Blumhouse had anything to do with it. Uh, but they're both on Netflix. Check them out uh, if you have time. Have you seen the third one? It's not out yet. It's coming out, though. Um, it's in, It's in like, pre-production. Speaking of Craigslist, speaking of Mark Duplay, Duplass, whatever, and his brother, have you seen a yeah. movie called Safety Not Guaranteed? No. It's got him. It's got, um, fuck, I'm trying to get the cast up real quick. Uh, Jake Johnson from New Girl. Aubrey yep. Plaza. It's about a guy who puts a Craigslist ad in trying to find someone to to uh, time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of like the same premise, of, uh, not the same horror premise, but the same Craigslist type of ad. Mark Mark yep. Duplass is trying to find this, uh, put this ad in there and try to find someone to help him time travel. Um, at the very end, there's a cool scene. I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, it's a great movie, and you mentioned that, and, and it's it's kind of reminds me. Okay. It was uh, actually directed by Colin Trevorrow. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I never saw it, but I remember hearing about it. Yeah. That was the movie he did that got him on the radar mm-hmm. for Disney, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and, of course, oh, that got him on the radar for Jurassic. Yeah. And then that That's got right. him on the radar for Disney. Gotcha. Um, yeah, the whole tagline was, somebody go back in time with me. This is not a joke. Um, you'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapon. Safety not guaranteed. I have only done this once before. And I believe this was based off a real ad that was put in a real paper, and they built a movie off of it. If I remember oh, nice. correctly, it's been a while since I heard about it, but I, I did watch it years years ago. Um, awesome. Maybe we should watch that for the pod going in the winter. I'll check it out. It's, it's a good yes. movie. Put it on the list. Yeah, put it on the list. Um, so yeah, horror movies. We, we already talked about that. We already talked about um, maybe doing one of the centipede movies. Um, maybe a saw movie here or there. Um, um, we, got, we got a lot of choices. We're gonna do X and Pearl. Um, X and Pearl, uh, the big uh, ones. The Kevin Smith movie that we never did last year because I couldn't Red State. get it. Red State, I have. Yep, we're going to um, do that. So we should do Red State. Um, and I'll think of another one or two. Yeah. I'm going to see Saw next week. So Nice. Um, X and Pearl are the two big ones that I, I'm, I'm looking forward to yep. the most. So, um, yep. so that, with that being said, let's get into the news. And it's not a new segment without the trailer around. Um, a few big trailers this week. Loki season two, a little small trailer came out. Comes out in two weeks. Um, Going to be on October fifth, which is a Thursday at nine p.m. They're doing the prime time thing as well. Um, so it's, it's works. It works out so perfect um, for everyone. The, for for everyone, and it's it, you can see it. You, you don't have to be up at three a.m. to, to watch spoilers. it. Spoilers and spoilers, or everybody's everybody's up the same time watching it. 
Um, I'm su I'm surprised that Disney Plus, especially with Ahsoka, hasn't crashed or has been able to hold the bandwidth. Because I know a lot of people are watching the same way at nine o'clock. Yep. Um, it just worked out so well, and they're doing the same thing with Loki. So and that comes out in two weeks. So that, I'm excited for that. Um, another movie with Nicolas Cage called Dream Scenario. I, I think I tagged you in this yes. poster. Uh, in this trailer. Um, Dream Scenario is about a guy who a lot of people end up seeing him. Almost everyone sees this person, Nicolas Cage, in their dream. Yes. Um, in good and bad scenarios. And uh, some, some people love him. Some people are scared of him. Some people are very extremely terrified of him. Um, he could go in a loving... The dream could be in a loving way it could go in a horrible yes. murderous rampage way it seems like that's yeah. where this movie is kind of going in a horror the, uh, type of element the, the boys over at cinema blend or real blend uh liked it a lot i'm yeah. looking forward to this because i love nick cage they said it's one of the better nick cage films he's done yep so he's been very nick cagey in the last uh few years and i think that's yes. very good for his for his career at this moment yes um disney's percy jackson and the olympians they're rebooting the whole entire franchise. They're doing a whole series on Disney+. Plus. Um, Two-episode premiere on, on December 20th. The trailer came out. I don't know if you're going to like this. Um, it's very, very much teen-kid-oriented. I don't think it's going to be for you. I did like the first movie quite a bit. Um, it, but it's it's also it came out 10, 15 years ago. So it's it's old news. But we'll, we'll have to, I'll have to wait and see. I, I, I may watch it. I haven't watched a lot of the Disney+. Plus Besides Marvel and Star Wars, I haven't watched a lot of the reboot stuff. Yeah, um, I, I didn't even watch Mighty Ducks, and I love the original Mighty Ducks. And I know most of that cast came back. Yeah. So. Um, another trailer came out yesterday: The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. If I have any recommendations for you for any franchise, go back and watch the Jennifer Lawrence ones. At least the first two movies are great. I mean, if, once you watch those, you might as well watch the whole thing. But this is a prequel of what happens in Panem, which is this world, which is which has become this battle world different districts all fighting for supremacy to be winning these Hunger Games. This is the very beginning of that with the character who is playing the younger version of Keith or Suther Donald Sutherland in the Hunger Games, the originals. Um, I'm excited. This trailer looks really good. Um, Rachel Ziegler, look really good. Rachel Ziegler good. comes into this as a character. Um, there's a lot of fuckery that happens in those movies. At least watch the first two. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, I think, is some of her best acting. Um, some, of her, some of the best stuff happens. Uh, there's also some great scenes in the second movie. Those are my two favorites of those. Um, Doom Patrol. Are you, are you all caught up on Doom Patrol on, uh, on, on Max? I watched like six episodes, and then work started. And so again, I gave up and never got back into it. I, I, I started watching it too, and I never really got fully into it. That and Titans, I never yep. fully got into it. I, I want to watch both of those. I watched I watched way more Titans because once I heard they were doing Red Hood, I had to watch it. Right, um, and I know Doom Patrol is coming back for the final episodes because they got canceled, but they're they did already film the whole entire this new season that's on there right now. Yep. But I'll talk October twelfth. That season's coming out. Um, they released a trailer this week, kind of the finale of that. Um, and old dads. Movie, yes. movie directed by Bill Burr, starring yep. him, Bobby Carnaval, and Bokeem Woodbin, who's been in everything. Woodbine. Woodbine. Comes out Wood, on Wood, uh, yeah. uh, something like that. Comes out on October 20th on Netflix, I believe. Um, about these three fathers battling preschool principals, millennial CEOs, and anything created after 1987. So yep. it's, very go it's very Bill Burr going after the woke crowd, 
Trailer looked yep. hilarious. I, I, I know you're a fan. Wait. I didn't. I, know I fan. didn't even look at the trailer because I want to go in blind because it's a yep. Netflix thing. So I'm not even gonna check out any trailers for it. I'm just gonna go nice. in blind. Yeah, um, we'll, I we'll love definitely. Lore, so. We'll have to. I'll have to add that to the list because I would like to watch that yep. next month. Um, the yep. Nun Two. We'll get into the news. The Nun Two led the, the domestic box office last week with 14.7 million dollars. Kind of a low box office weekend. Um, but it wasn't that far away from The Haunting in Venice. Uh, close, closely followed at number two with 14.5, so kind of close. Equalizer had 7.2 million. We're kind of in a lull, lull right now. Um, not a lot of big movies coming out at the moment. So, um, Barbie surpassed uh, Avengers to be the 11th highest grossing domestic release of all time. Um, that is crazy. Considering the movie, I, I I wasn't a big fan of it. You liked it a lot more than I did, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's I thought uh, it was very good. It's definitely it's just, it's not audience. our demographic, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it makes sense though because as you watch it, you can see why like women would go back to the theaters multiple times yeah. with different kids and with their friends and stuff like that, dressed in pink and all that bullshit. Um, so it's I could just, see why it got a lot of replay value to it. Um, but yeah, I I that's crazy complain. that I passed the Avengers. I can't complain about it because you and I, our lives live off of nostalgia. <laughs> and, mm. I mean, it's nostalgia for a little girl when she grew up and had yep. played with those dolls. The same exact thing, just a different, 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 yep. uh, It's not our demographic, but we understand it. Yep. Um, Oppenheimer, big movie this summer, also is the highest grossing biopic in film history. Yeah. Can they um, hurry up and release this on 4K, please? Thank you. Overtook, overtook Bohemian Rhapsody. And, yeah, this movie's not on digital yet. It's, it's the one movie I want to see. More than anything, this summer, yep. I wanted to see this more than Barbie. Still my number, uh, still my number one on the uh, year, which cool. isn't tough because especially now that Dune's off, this is this movie is incredible. Yeah. It's a three-hour movie that feels like it's an hour and a half. I mean, in the theater, it was absolutely fucking incredible to watch. Um, I wish I got to it in IMAX. Yeah. I don't think it's still playing around us right now, but I think they're going to give it another Barbie. IMAX push probably in October. And Barbie is actually going to IMAX too. I think that yep. next week or with, this week with uh, more scenes. Yeah, more scenes. Um, speaking of big movies uh, on Disney Plus, Elemental is the biggest film debut of twenty twenty three on Disney Plus with twenty six point four million viewers in five days. Um, Have Guardians you of the seen Galaxy. This? I haven't seen it yet. I, I hear it's good. Um, it's Guardians, great. Guardians of the Galaxy opened to uh, ten point eight, so almost double. Um, yeah. So that's huge. It's it's big. So you have seen it. You liked it a lot, huh? It's uh, it's it's weird because this movie like it came out around the same time as the Flash, yep. and it flopped hard. Yep. But they just kept it in theaters, and it would just make fifteen million here or there, fifteen million, and then then all of a sudden it broke even because they just left it in theaters long enough to break even, yep. and put it on Disney Plus like three weeks later. Uh, hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was very good. Um. Wasn't really expecting much, and it's been a while since seen a Pixar movie, so hmm. um, I could see why it, it drew so much so well on Disney Plus. Speaking of streaming, I forgot to put this in the notes. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but did you know Ninja Turtles is on Paramount now? Yes, I saw I saw that on the podcast yeah. uh, last night. I was watching. Yeah. We have to we have to review that because I, I hear good things about it. So we'll have to do that soon it's, as well. I've watched half of it. You did, um, and then I fell asleep like a week and a half ago. But was I that a good? The rest of it. it was good. It was good. It was, it was good. I fell asleep because it was fucking. Okay. I started at like eleven thirty at night. Okay. So I fell asleep because I was like, I'm just gonna check this out, and I ended up watching more than I thought I would. I want to make um, sure it wasn't the, the movie. The, that I thought I did it. the uh the soundtrack itself is right up nice. our alley. Cool. Yeah, I can't if you wait to watch it. Look up the songs. It. It's all like '90s, '80s, early nice. 2000s hip hop. 
Nice. Like Gangstar, I think, is in is in it. Uh, yeah. I know Wu Tang's in the trailer. Um, yep. Bill Maher and Drew Barrymore, we talked about them being scabs last week. Well, they have also just reversed their decision and not bringing back their uh, their shows before the strikes end. Yes. Um, they're both uh, they both kind of reversed and went back and are holding back. I know right now they're doing a lot of uh, behind the scenes negotiation. A lot of the execs from these big companies, these big movie studios, have been negotiating this week as we speak. And uh, hopefully progressing. Um, the writer's yep. side, the writer's side at least, not the actor's side. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so we'll have, to, we'll, have to wait. we'll have to wait and see. They were in negotiations like overnight or something, and they plan to keep going, so we'll see. Well, the, writer, the writers are the big part. I mean, once they get the right. writing going, um, yeah. but you can't act, though. So it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of a give and take of what you're going to do here. But, yep. but at but, least like shows that... It, Shows like uh, House of the Dragon can bring writers back on yep. set, even yep. though they're still filming, to kind of fix things if they have to. That's what worries me, because that didn't happen last time. We saw what happened with Heroes. Yep. Um, Friday Night Lights, we saw what happened there. So, yeah. Yep. Um, the Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, Iron Claw movie that we're really hyped up about, um, they have locked up SAG-AFTRA agreement to be able to do publicity for this movie. Um, I think it's being considered an A24 low budget. So they've kind of like Kevin Smith yep. was given the rights to go and film his independent movie. Um, they're given the rights and the and the go ahead to go do the publicity for this. So I, I can't wait for this movie. Um, I really uh, hope I, I really hope so, that they they do well as far as depicting this. So movie. it uh, it comes out in December. Is that uh, what I that's believe saying? so. Yeah, yeah, it comes awesome. out in December. Awesome. Um, yeah, and I can't I can't wait for it. And it's, is it? Going to a streaming service or is it theater? Do we know I'm that? Not, yet? I'm not sure about that, but if it goes in the theater, we're going. So I don't. Yeah, I don't obviously. Know. Yeah. Um, Tim Burton finally talked about the Flash. Talked about his uh, Superman and Batman showing up in that movie. Ah, uh, yes, the King of the Shitty Remakes. The King of the, Yeah, he he was not too happy. Uh, he said he's in Quiet Revolt. Um, he he kind of he did kind of bash it. He wasn't big fan of it. Um. And, yeah, it's just him being an old curmudgeon at this point. I mean, um, you don't have to bring back the guy just because he did it the first time. Yeah. Like, no. you don't, like, if Christian Bale ever, I mean, he'll never do it without Nolan, but theoretically, if they bring back Christian Bale in the multiverse thing in the DCU, they're probably not going to go to Nolan and ask him about it. Yeah. Or, like, his thoughts or to have anything to do with it. Yeah. They might ask for his blessing, but... You know, they don't have to. No. Um, also, Marvel, Star Wars, they all have Pinewood Studios over yep. in London. And DC this week has a permanent home in in London, in the UK as well, for Warner Brothers. Going in, I think the first movie that they're going to be filming is Superman Legacy. Um, the, yep. home of, the home of House, uh, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Um, it's gonna be a brand new studio set up. They're gonna James Gunn and uh, Z- and uh, Afron or whatever his name is are gonna be Saffron. in there. Saffron, I can't remember his name. Are going to be in there designing this whole studio, making it to their spe- specifications for going forward in the next decade of filming. Because there are gonna be a lot of DC Studios output coming out of there. So this is pretty big for them. Um, I don't think they've had an open studio like this ever. I'm not sure. Maybe they, I think they actually. No, they haven't because they've never had 
they've never had a studio in general, so I don't yep. think they have. <clears throat> so yeah, this is this is pretty exciting. Uh, we're getting into we're getting into the beginning of what's going to happen with Superman Legacy. So behind the scenes is pretty cool. Yep. Um, Sean Levy, director of Deadpool three, um, has has uh, confirmed that the threequel will explore the Fox Marvel Legacy, which we already knew. I mean, it's all, it's yep. already in all the pictures and everything. Um, excited about that. Um, Disney Plus is releasing a full color version of Werewolf by Night on October twentieth. Wow! Um, big it was problem. In black and white. Big problem about this is they reveal at the end when everything turns color. So we need to everything black and white at the end. It's it's kind it kind of doesn't make sense, but it does. I, I know why they want to do it because visually I think it would look great. It's just it's just that you don't get that big feel at the end when everything turns yeah. color. That's that's the big thing that's you're not, yep. not going to get out of this. Um. Guillermo del Toro, in an interview with um, David Goyer, he did it on a podcast, which I kind of want to listen to because he talked a lot of stuff. Um, the first thing he mentioned was Star Wars, and Guillermo del Toro was going to direct a Star Wars movie. <coughs> he wrote an unproduced Star Wars movie that he was going to direct. Um, it's about four years ago. Um, it was an unproduced screen treatment, screen, uh, screen treatment for the origins of a Jedi. Um, I know that they're kind of doing that now in behind the scenes. Um, set yep. twenty five thousand years before the first Star Wars film, um, and Guillermo del Toro in a tweet did confirm or an X or a post, whatever they call him now, did confir- confirm this. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you think Guillermo could have handled a Star Wars movie franchise? I think he can handle anything he wants to handle. Yeah, um, I think he could too, and I think it would have been great visually, different. What does he mean by can't say much, two letters, J and BB? I have no idea. Would J no stand idea. for Jedi? Jedi and Bad Boss? I have no idea what the fuck the BB can bad be. Bad Batch? I don't know. I mean, uh, when I, I saw that, I just saw that tweet and I thought of John Boyega and BB-8. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no idea. But, yeah, so but it 25, wouldn't be if it was 25,000. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have anything to do with them, so... Yeah, it's very interesting, very weird. Um, I know that they're kind of exploring that, or the rumors of them exploring that. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Also, he was talking about Man of Steel. Um, the pressure on Warner Brothers to do um, this whole universe building that we already knew that they were doing with Man of Steel right after that to do um, Batman vs. Superman before a Superman sequel. Um, he yeah. talked about Warner Brothers telling him, we need our MCU, we need our MCU. Um it's like, can we walk before we can run? Or can we, yeah, you know what I mean. And the thing is, too, is like, BVS would have been better if he, like, literally, if you watch Man of Steel and BVS back-to-back, you'd just meet him as Superman, and then he dies. Yep. Like, that was a terrible move. To, but, I mean, they wanted to get to him to Justice League, and that's how Justice League ended up getting formed. But I think that would have played out way better had we seen him in at least one other project. It's see, it's see, the basic example of a studio going in for the money more than yep. the content. Yes. And this is exactly what happened. It's fucked up Snyder's whole vision. And he also talked about wanting to do 10 years, 20 movies, which is crazy. Um, if you really think yeah. about DC at the time, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Dark Knight Trilogy, also ru- the rumors of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio playing the Riddler were true. They actually tried to get him in there before they got um, the whole movie turned into Bane. Um, so that was obvious. That was obviously something they wanted to do. And also, that would have been awesome. He did confirm that 
that uh, the Robin character at the end of that movie, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, was going to be the new Batman. Confirmed that that was uh, all part of that. We already kind of knew that, too. Yeah. Um, kind of want to listen to that podcast and see what else he had to say. But um, Our boy, Dulé Hill, star of Wonder mm. Years. Uh, the show, the reboot, was canceled after two years on ABC. Um, so hopefully this means he'll come back and do Psych, the next movie. Um, they, uh, sooner oh, do you have that in later. the notes about Psych? No. Oh, I wait, no. That, that's just a rumor right now. But um, apparently, uh, what's his name? The guy that plays... Uh, the detective, the dude with the blonde hair that's also in Always Sunny in Philadelphia plays the McPoyle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, J- I forget his name. I can't remember his yeah, I name. Can't, I can't think but of But apparently uh, he was talking about how he and um, Sean have met recently to discuss two more psych movies nice. uh, that he'll be involved in. Nice, so let's nice, hope nice. that those get up and running. Yeah, because we mentioned that they're gonna, they want to make... Or, uh, Steve Franks wants to make a movie for every character yeah. of the show, and then f- the finale would be sh- uh, Sean, correct? I think this mm-hmm. uh, Sean Sean getting married or having a kid or something. Yep. Who knows? Um, Hugh Jackman. We don't talk a lot about divorces, but he is you divorcing s- his one. wife. Oh yeah, Winning Time. Fuck. Probably yes. Let's mention this first. Winning Time. My I favorite fucking show on TV was well, canceled after the was canceled after finale last weekend. Uh, after two seasons, it was a finale. Um, they had. Just cast Michael Jordan for the next season, too. No shit. Um, and they ended... The funny thing is, it's about the Lakers, and they ended it with the 84 championship in which the Boston Celtics beat them in. Um, um, but yeah, this show was awesome. The season was great. Um, the dude that played Larry Bird was incredible. Uh, he had his own, like, episode um, just about Larry Bird, like, coming up and stuff, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the show was great. But when nobody behind the scenes wants it to happen, like, everyone that was featured on the show hated it. Like, Jerry, Mm -hmm. uh, not Jerry Buss because he's dead, but, like, everyone. Like, Magic Johnson was like, that's not accurate. Kareem was like, that's not accurate. But it's because it's, like, kind of a satire look on what happened. So, I mean. Um, There are rumors that it's trying to be shopped around. <clears throat> the big thing was yeah. Netflix or Showtime. Um, instead of changing yep. it, it's changing the Showtime, the name of it, I guess. Um, uh, like I started to mention, Hugh Jackman, we don't talk about divorces that often, but he's divorcing his wife. Uh, they were together for a very, very long time. Yeah, like 30 years. Yeah, something like that. Um, everybody always said that he that he was way better looking than his wife, that his wife is just an average woman. Um, she's an actress as well. They met back when they were acting in the 90s. She's just kind of aged more. I think she's actually 20 or 30, maybe 20 years older than he is. Uh, maybe yeah, 15, I don't know. So there's a big age difference. I know that. A lot of people think that it was a beard-type situation. Yep, and, that's the, and that was, was the other... Closet homosexual. That's only That's only because he was... That was only because he was in, in a lot of... Uh, and, yeah, he was in musicals <clears> and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um... I know you're a fan of this kid in Euphoria, Angus Cloud. Mm-hmm. His uh, cause of death was announced this week. Um, he died of fentanyl and co- cocaine, which we kind of already knew the fentanyl. Everybody dies yeah. of fentanyl. It's, it's a dangerous thing right now. Um, lethal combination of those uh, those mixed together does not sit well for young kids right now. So, RIP to him. Um, Elon Musk. Yes. Fucking up Twitter every single day or X every single day. Um, saying this week that users may be paying a fee to be on the platform. If that happens, I will be done. Hello, Kitty. I will be done with X completely. I don't even use it that much now, but I would delete the account because I'm not paying for that shit. Yeah, I'm not paying for it either. I don't Especially think anybody if uh, is. Threads is free. 
Because then everyone's just going to flock to Threads. How many people have actually signed on to Threads after the first week? I don't I have. I have no idea. I haven't seen any update, updated numbers. I, I, check the, uh, I check it every now and then. People I follow seem to be posting, but mm. mostly famous people. Yeah. Um, Amazon Prime, more money grabs. We'll show ads unless you pay $3 more per month. We already pay $139, I think, for a whole entire year of Amazon Prime. Yeah. So now you're going to, have to pay $3 more on top of that if you want it. They're going to be they're going to be uh, doing this soon, I think going into the new year. Uh, so yeah, we're talking almost $150, $160 a year just for having no yep. no commercials if you want to have no commercials. So. Think about Prime Video too is it's just an add-on. Like nobody gets the service for that. Yeah. You know, they get the service for the 2-day shipping. Yep. Yep. So it's getting a it's getting a premium premium. It's kind of like what they did with um PlayStation, except you actually get shipping with it, and you actually get uh, actual yep. stuff with it. Um, something that's worth having, um, and plus you get the video on the side. But now they're saying, "Well, you get the video kind of for free, but we're going to let you charge for the premium part of the video now." Yeah. So, um, little, little bit of video game news: Mortal Kombat One leaked a couple of characters, and one of the characters for their DLC characters that are going to be coming out are Ghostface from the Scream movies. Um, haven't seen more about that this week, but that was a leak. I did see about this, though. This is official. Um, Todd McFarlane's Spawn is coming to Call of Duty. I know you're a fan of playing the uh, Call of Duty game. Yep. Um, Spawn and uh, Killer Clown are going to be ca- playable characters in that. Uh, I don't know if you play those characters. I know that it wasn't John McClane part of that, and I know there's a whole bunch of other characters. Oh, yeah. you I bought the John McHale- McClane skin. Nice. And um, the Snoop Dogg skin. Nice, nice. Um, also... The Spider-Man 3, not a big movie, the one done by Sam Raimi. I love Venom. Uh, I don't think his portrayal of Venom was that great. He kind of took a back burner to everything else going on in that movie. Um, But Sideshow Hot Toys is releasing this epic, awesome figure with the symbiote, with Tobey Maguire as Venom in the Venom suit. It looks very, very cool. It's him sitting on the kind of on the bell tower with the venom symbiote and all the tendrils coming off of him and you also see the uh the face of venom kind of uh f- forming over him it looks great um yep i i kind of i'm kind of tempted to get that um <laughs> and finally in news this week some wrestling news smackdown is moving off of the off of fox into onto the usa network in 2024 which means that Raw and NXT will be leaving USA Network, and they're going to be going to another channel, which is right now highly, highly coveted by Disney, by Amazon. A lot of people are in the running for this. Um, also, uh, WWE's deal with Hulu is ending soon, so the streaming rights for Next Day is also ending. So this could be a part of that as well, so we could see it. Fuck, imagine... <laughs> Imagine if HBO and Warner Brothers come up with a deal with um, WWE to have Raw play live on HBO Max and then have all the streaming on there on top of having AEW and everything. It would be a fucking conglomerate of wrestling. But I don't see that happening. I see it could happen on Disney. I could see it happening on NBC Universal, Peacock. I could see that being 100% over there now. Um and also, uh, the USA deal was reportedly for SmackDown was reportedly worth 1.4 billion dollars, um, which is about a 40 percent increase over the deal they had with Fox. Um, yeah, it's it's just 
yeah, Amazon, Disney are all the front runners for moving Monday Night Raw. Um, so we'll have to wait and see about that. And that's it for our show this week. Next week, big show. Retro Earworm Theater. I'm going to let you choose this week. We'll talk about it off pod. Another movie coming out next week. I know you saw you're going to you said you're going to see Saw 10, The Creator, yep. reading rave reviews. Huge, huge yep. sci-fi movie. I think we should see that as well. Um, Gen V also premiering next week. Ahsoka, the penultimate episode. Um, we're going to do Rudy. Also, I know you got the new iPhone. We're going to review the iOS 17, Mac OS, uh, Sonoma, I- iPad OS, all the new updates, TV OS, Watch OS. We'll review all that. Got to take out my Spider Man 2 console edition. And breaking news I haven't told you about because I've been so fucking excited. This morning I found out that something was in stock in Target that we talked about in one of the very first podcasts we ever did. Kevin, I've done it. Oh, jeez. It is break, kid. I have found the Flip Whips Blue Cheese Spray Can Aerosol Whipped Cream Can Light Can. Sold at Target of all places. We are going to review it next week. I got each of us a bottle. I gotta find, I gotta meet up with you sometime this week and we'll hand it off. Okay. But yes, maybe I'm we'll excited. see the creator on Thursday. Yeah, let's do that. We'll plan on that. Um, so expect a review in the uh, Food Fat Fuck segment as well. Um, so big show next week, and uh, that's it for this week. So thanks everybody, and we'll talk to you then. Peace out. Pay your writers.